Welcome to Leadership for Life. This is a podcast that's dedicated to helping you become the leader you were meant to be. I'm your host, Mateo Lopez, and this is episode four, Overcome Burnout. Let's rise above burnout today. This is a topic that hits home for a lot of us because it's personal. Either we've gone through it or we know people that are going through it. Right now, maybe you are, or people on your team around you are going through it. So whether it's you know you going through it or you're seeing it on your team, I've got your back. What we're gonna unpack today are just some practical strategies to help you conquer burnout as an individual and as a part of a team. Let's jump right in. We're gonna talk about passion and proficiency as our first strategy. So when I was in high school, my dad got me into running because he loved running. I wanted to do what my dad wanted me to do. We wanna impress the people that we care about, whether it's our parents or, or people we look up to. So I figured, okay, you know what? I'll just do it. My dad wants me to do it. I'll go ahead and do it. Training was terrible and I performed even worse than I trained. I remember competing and, and literally being last in, in multiple races. And even in practice, I was terrible at it to the point where I just quit one day. I quit on my coach. I was just like, you know, I'm done. I'm going to the showers. This is over. My dad was pretty disappointed. But it's something that I learned from that experience that I'll never forget. You have to be passionate about what you're doing for you to win the race. For you to achieve what you want to achieve, you have to be passionate but also proficient. And I was neither for running in high school. But to this day, I run. And I've competed in different races and I've done a lot better than last. But the difference maker is now I love it. It's important to love what you do. In order for us to overcome burnout, we have to be passionate about what we're doing, but we also have to be proficient. Remembering your purpose, whatever your industry is, whoever your customer is, make sure that connection is really there. And if it's not, maybe this is the wrong place for you. Maybe this is the wrong work for you. I had to quit. <laughs> unfortunately, in high school, because I knew that it was something that I was not passionate about. It was something that I was not proficient at. I'm passionate about running, just not in circles. I wanna go somewhere. And if you feel like you're running in circles, if each day you feel like you're not going anywhere, you're probably running the wrong race. <laughs> if that's you, you probably need to dig deep and discover what you're really passionate about. Because being passionate about something propels your work. You're able to live a more fulfilling life each day when you go to work and you're passionate and proficient. That's when, you're, that's when you find fulfillment. Burnout is defined as a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Three symptoms that characterize burnout are exhaustion, cynicism, or distancing, or distancing oneself from work. 
And research shows that burnout is linked to a lot of health problems and it can ruin relationships and your career. Resolving burnout takes work, but it's work that is worth it. I'll be honest, there's been seasons of my work where I have felt burnt out, where I've gotten to a point where I'm not taking care of myself, I'm not taking care of my family, I'm not taking care of the people that matter most to me. And it's easy to dig yourself in this hole if you're not balancing things out and if you don't have a healthy perspective of what stress is and what it isn't. If we see emails or phone calls, messages from our team or from our coworkers or from our boss, if we interpret that in our mind as something that is like painful or evil, then yeah, it's gonna be easier for us to get burnt out. But what is often helpful is to see differently, to think differently, and to see some of these things as rather than like evil, that it's just a part of our work. And stress is required for us to grow and get better. When we go for a run or we exercise or do anything that stretches us, what's, what happens afterwards? There's a lingering sense of pain. It hurts a bit, but that uncomfortable is what helps us get stronger. It builds up our muscles and that's how we learn and that's how we grow. So there is such a thing as healthy stress. Something that can really help you is just defining boundaries, setting boundaries for yourself and for your team, creating a framework where people know what the expectations are. Because yeah, maybe you're getting too many messages on your phone or on your computer or through email, but have you given people feedback? Have you asked your leader or the people on your team to approach this differently? You know, sometimes it's just a matter of delegation if you are the leader and if you're burnt out, are you sure you're delegating properly? Are you sure you're managing up correctly? I see setting boundaries as like crafting a shield against burnout. When you don't have boundaries, things just aren't fun. I mean, I like playing video games once in a while, there are games that have an open world, for example. Those games can be a lot of fun, but they can also be a little bit confusing. And it depends on what you're into. If it's an open world, then you can kind of do whatever you want, whenever you want. But I'm the kind of person that likes a story, and I stick to the story. There's a dragon that's overtaking a city, and I need to save the city. That drives me more than exploration. Even the biggest open world game will still have constraints. Open world is fun, but there's still rules. There are still missions and side quests and you know an overarching narrative. There is still structure. The more opportunity that we have, sometimes the more stress we can create for ourselves, especially depending on your personality. Maybe you're a perfectionist or a completionist and you're approaching your work life like an open world game and you're just like, I don't know what to do. Everything is so overwhelming and this everything is terrible. My life is miserable. And really it's just, you're playing the wrong game. Or maybe you just need to stick to the main story. A lot of it depends on who you are. In the team setting, it's really about fostering an environment where everyone feels comfortable saying, hey, look, I need a minute. A lot of our team's resilience comes from leaders. 
And this reminds me of the office when, when Stanley is recovering from a heart attack and Michael Scott is just really into stress relief. He, he's listening to soothing sounds on his computer and has a meditation session with the whole team. They're laying on, on the floor and he's got a candle and he's describing a scenario to them and discovers that he's the point of stress for the team. Sometimes we're the ones that are stressing people out. Maybe we're just not self-aware like Michael Scott and, and, and we might be excited and really passionate and people are mistaking that passion for an environment where they can't speak up because they don't want to disappoint us. So it's up to the leaders to make sure that all of the work is balanced correctly, that people have a framework for communicating things that aren't working well. What, whatever that looks like for you, it might be a certain type of meeting or agenda to keep a pulse on the team's morale. What are their barriers? Be present, be visual, be out there with the team. That's how you protect them from burnout and that's how you create more resilience for them. If you are a leader, you need to prioritize this because your people are worth it. If you send the message that you want people to work non-stop all the time, then that will become the normal thing. Do not be afraid to hold people accountable to taking care of themselves. Set realistic work limits. Let people know what your expectations are. Be clear with them. And even if you have to set office hours or times that people need to unplug, our smart devices are even smarter these days and they have built-in functions to help protect us. Take advantage of it. I know sometimes it seems like too much. It can really save your career. It can really save your career. Why is it so hard to say this? It can really save your career or the people around you from leaving. So it's worth it to lead by example. Use your devices wisely. If they see you taking burnout and stress management seriously, so will they set these expectations up correctly and you'll benefit from it. You reap what you sow. So take a little time and invest in your people. Prioritize their workplace because guess what? It's your workplace too. Fun and helpful ways of getting your team involved can look like giving them autonomy. Like just telling them, hey, I'm worried about you guys. I'm worried about burnout. I know this is becoming more and more of a thing or maybe you're going through it yourself. Let them know that you care about it and get their input. Ask for their help to set good boundaries, whether it's at your meetings or outside of work. Sometimes people want to hang out with each other. What are some healthy practices you can do inside work and outside of work? Even if it's just stretching before meetings, practicing mindfulness, techniques like breathing or things that are just nourishing and fulfilling to the team. One thing that can really help a team that is working really hard is appreciating them. It's really hard to be stressed out when you're grateful, when you're full of appreciation. A lot of this has to do with perspective and you as leader can lead the way and be an example. Defeating burnout is going to require both passion, proficiency, and setting up boundaries like a shield. Whether you're by yourself or you're working in a team, this is what's gonna help you protect yourself and those around you from burnout 
yes, but also foster a healthier and happier workplace. After all, that's what we all deserve to go to every single day because our life is short. We spend so much time at work. And that's why I'm so passionate because I know that so many people are impacted by burnout when they don't have to be. If you found these tips helpful, don't forget to give us a thumbs up, give us a like, subscribe to the channel so you can make sure you get more content like this as soon as I release it. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, take care, protect yourself from burnout, lead one and lead on, my friend. Keep that burnout at bay, baby. Subscribe, I'll see you on the next video. Take one. Episode four. Episode four. Episode four, overcoming burnout. Oh, is this worth it? Trying to do the clippy thing. Episode four, no burnout.